This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get the thoughts of Gary Washburn, who is, uh, of course, national NBA writer, covers the Celtics for the Boston Globe as well. And I would dare say, and not that Gary and I aren't friendly, but an FOF, a friend of Foyer, as Gary Washburn joins us uh, on the Harbor One Hotline. Gary, good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm great, great. How are you guys doing? Well, good. And look, I, I don't know if I'm just being overly optimistic or not, Gary. I thought they had to get a big. They bring in Mike Muscala. I thought come hell or high water, there was going to be a way that Brad Stevens was going to use one of those trade player exceptions and go snag another player, maybe like a scoring wing, and it just didn't materialize. I kind of look at it as the, I'm glad you didn't try to get a square peg into the round hole. How do you view what Brad Stevens did yesterday? I thought it was a nice move. It was kind of a sneaky move in the sense that people, unless you're a real basketball fan, you know who Mike Fuscala is. Uh, you know, he played at Bucknell. He's been in the league about 10 years. He's a guy who's kind of been a stretch four uh, throughout his career, can shoot from the perimeter, can stretch the floor, can uh, play a, a position with the Celtics knee. He's kind of like a poor man's Danilo Gallinari, you know. So, and that's kind of what they needed. They needed somebody uh, to come off the bench at times that, that can stretch the floor, that can shoot the ball uh, from the three-point line. And it, it, just another big body with, obviously, Al Horford kind of taking the second game of back-to-backs off and being 36. And Robert Williams, you know, them trying to basically keep him in bubble wrap until the playoffs. They needed another big big guy that can come in there and, and also and shoot the ball. So I thought it was a sneaky good move. But I also think Celtic fans should look forward to the buyout mark uh, because that could be something uh, where they can get another pivotal or uh, impact player uh, over the next 10 days. So, okay, explain the buyout market and who you think may be available if you have one uh, for the people who may not know what that even is. Well, the buyout market is now that players have been traded Some to teams that the team has no intention on playing them. They just basically traded for their salary. So now the player can approach the team and say, hey, buy me out, let's come to a settlement, and then that person gets waived and then becomes a free agent. And that's where teams 
like the Bucks, the Celtics, uh, the Lakers, and the Suns, and all these teams are going to start picking up players. There's going to be a, a bunch of guys out on this market, guys like Russell Westbrook, Patrick Beverly, uh, John Wall, um, uh, a guy I think the Celtics could target, Terrence Ross in the Orlando match. There could be guys who ask for buyouts now that they haven't been. Some teams, guys, uh, teams didn't trade them. And so they're asking their team, hey, just let me out. We're not going to the playoffs. We're not going anywhere. I'm going to be a free agent. Let me go. And they want to play for a championship caliber team such as the Celtics. So that should be something to look out for. And then you, you can sign at the minimum salary so the Celtics aren't stretching their salary cap as much in the buyout market. So that's what you could look out for. I didn't think they were going to pull off some major deal yesterday uh, to get you know a, a guy who might be a little bit too expensive for them. Gary, I, I had read about the whole Danilo Gallinari, and there was the exception there of three point two million with the offset for him being injured. Do the do, does that does that give the Celtics an advantage in the buyout market? You mentioned the minimum salary. Do the Celtics have the ability to come over the top of of the minimum salary if they want to, or is it just a matter of the money's going to be the same for all these guys, and it's really just their personal preference as to where they want to go? Yeah, they could slide someone into to that exception, and that's a little bit more money than, let's say, the veteran's minimum. Uh, and that could attract a guy who wants to make a couple of more $100,000 or maybe another million dollars. Uh, I think it's going to be a situation for a lot of these guys. You know, these guys are going to want a, a chance to play. They're going to want a chance to win. Brad Stevens has to get the right guy in there. You don't want a guy who comes in there and expects to play 25, 30 minutes a game, and you're playing 7 to 10 and then he starts, you know, pouting and complaining. You want the right kind of guy in who you explain to him his role. You say, listen, you're going to play 10 to 12 minutes a game. There might be games you don't play, and that guy has to be okay with that. Because as you, as you guys know, you put uh, the wrong guy into a locker room, a guy who thinks he's entitled. Let's say you don't bring Russell Westbrook to Boston because Russell's going to want to play. You know, Russell's not going to be good with DNPs or playing eight minutes a game. You, you, that's a guy, guy you stay away from, or a John Wall. There's a guys you stay away from. But I think there'll be a, a handful of guys who should be available over the next couple of days that they'll look into. So we're talking to Gary Washburn of the Boston Globe. And Gary, what about what uh, the Celtics didn't do, what Brad Stevens didn't do? There was a rumor going around uh, about uh, how the uh, they offered, uh, the Celtics offered Gallinari, Gallinari uh, Peyton Pritchard, for Jakob Portal, who ended up going uh, to, I think, Toronto. What do you know about that deal? Yeah, it's it's something they threw out there, but San Antonio wanted more draft capital. San Antonio's a team that's kind of blowing it up. Um, they don't, they're not going to do the Celtics any favor. So uh, they made a deal. They got kind of a capable, another big man back in Kim Birch uh, to go to San Antonio and, and then got, like, draft compensation for that deal. Pirtle's a guy who's going to be a, a rental player. He's an impending free agent, uh, a guy who could definitely could have helped the Celtics, but, but I don't think that they were really serious, serious about getting him. They made an offer, but they weren't going to give everything to San Antonio to make the deal happen. Toronto was looking to kind of ramp up to try uh, to make, you know, uh, get a better spot in the, in the playoffs. 
Gary, I'm curious for your view on Grant Williams. I know Foyer and I did a lot of chatter yesterday about Grant, and I was kind of wondering if, the, if if Brad Stevens did trade Grant Williams, was it pure contractual-related, trying to almost reset that spot from a contract standpoint? I know they can give him a restricted offer next year of just a little or right around $6.3 million, but where do you think the organization is with Grant relative to him being here long-term? I think they'd like him here a long term, but they also got to prepare for the future with other guys too. You got to figure out, okay, so Jalen Brown has one more year in his contract. You're going to, you're going to have to bring him back at the max. Then slowly coming up is Jason Tatum. Okay. So Jason Tatum's going to get that. I want to say the five year 250 kind of deal. Like he's going to, you're going to max him, right? So you're going to max both of those guys. And then you got to figure out what you're going to do long-term with Robert Williams. There's a lot of other guys kind of in line in front of Grant. So the fact that the rumors that Grant wants $18 million a year, like they're going to have to figure out whether they feel like he's worth that. And, what what, what you do know, you think he's worth? Wow. I, I mean, I think that if you paid him four forty-eight, you know, something like that, 12 to, to $15 million, I think that'd be a – kind of that fits him 20 in the 20 range but the, but that's what he's going to ask for obviously I mean you're going to ask for as mo- much as you can get and you and there could be a team that makes a, an offer this summer for that if they feel like Grant can be like let's, let's say they're starting small forward or starting power forward so it all depends on what the league thinks and the Celtics have the right to match any deal now a team like Charlotte or whatever, where, where Grant's from, could come with the salary cap space and say, hey, we want to offer you four years, $80 million. The Celtics will have to decide whether to match that. If, is, does that. Not only is Grant Williams worth that money, but how, how does that affect how you pay other players? Because they got to prepare for Jalen. Jalen's the one that's coming up, and obviously Robert in a couple of years. So they've got to prepare for other guys. When you draft a bunch of guys – around the same time, around the same age. A lot of those guys come up around the same time, and this is the situation the Celtics have found themselves in. Remember when Danny Ainge got all those draft picks back, and you draft those guys, and those guys flourish, you're going to have to pay them. Gary, what are you hearing on the injury and the severity of such to Jalen Brown? I think Jalen will be out through the All-Star break. I think he'll try to come back after the All-Star break, uh, that January, sorry, February 23rd game against Indiana I just think they're going to want to let the swelling go down, fit them for a mask, have them get have them get used to the mask, and I don't think that they want to bring him back, you know, right before the All-Star break. You get a full week off. Obviously, uh, you know, unless something miraculous happens, I think he misses the All-Star game. Um, get, let him rest, let him get the swelling down, and then they'll bring him back. But I think obviously he'll he'll have a mask, and they have to figure out how to play with that thing. All right, so Gary Washburn from the Boston Globe. Gary, last one for me. Mid-season report card on Joe Mazzula. I give him A minus B plus. I mean, best record in the league. Uh, they've really adjusted to him after obviously all the upheaval that happened in September. Um, you, you, you can't. I don't know if you can give him a better grade than what he does. Obviously, he's got some quirky coaching styles, the the lack of the timeouts, and you can say that he's. You know, you could criticize him for for, for playing Tatum and Brown, especially Tatum a lot of minutes or maybe too many minutes, but I think from what he's inherited, the situation, you got to give him an A. I give him an A. Uh, I just think yeah. he's done a tremendous job. Number one lead record uh, in the NBA, 
Um, and and the, the train didn't go off the tracks when he took over. You know, Gary, I'm kind of glad Christian asked that question because at what point does the name Ime Udoka start to come up considering we heard it was a one-year suspension, but Joe Mazzula is proving that he can do the job. Yeah, I don't think – I think they're going to have to figure out a contractual way to get out of the situation with Udoka. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll coach the Celtics again. I think Missoula will be the permanent head coach, but I think it's just contractual at this point. I mean, let's be honest. He's coaching the All-Star game. I mean, that's – no one would have imagined that. And he's probably – you know, there's a couple of guys, you know, Mike Brown in Sacramento, but Bazula will definitely get coach of the year votes. So uh, I think that you can't take this away from him at this point. You just got to move on from Yudoka. And honestly, the Celtics need to do this sooner than later. And don't let this linger into June and July or what, when, this, when the suspension ends. I mean, you just let, let Yudoka go and figure out what he's going to do for the rest of his career. And then, if you, if, you know, put your chips with Missoula, and move forward. Well, I'll tell you, I think Phoenix, now that Kevin Durant is out there with the other crybaby and Chris Paul, and apparently Monty Williams and uh, what the big man DeAndre Ayton don't get along, I smell a late-season trade. You can trade a coach after the deadline. Email Udoka to Phoenix. There we go. It'll make Kevin Durant and the rest of them happy out there. Oh, boy, that would be interesting. Uh, I'm sure Monty Williams <laughs> has something to say about that. But, Monty yeah. Williams is a hell of a coach. I just don't know if uh, that might be, like, the right situation for him, given some of the uh, <clears throat> personalities out there. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good coach. And remember, guys, the Notre Dame job is open. So and that's where Monty Williams played ball. Oh. College ball. So well, it's like a pro out, team. Yeah, look out for exactly. Look out for that. I'm I'm sure they want to be more competitive in basketball. Hey, uh, I, I lied. This is my last one. The, uh, <laughs> the 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 situation now. The whole player empowerment movement. Do we think that that's over based on like the the, the life lesson that the that the Brooklyn Nets just went through? Yeah, I think that'll affect the whole thing about quote unquote super teams yeah. and guys collaborating to play together. But that was also kind of a Kyrie Irving issue there. I mean, if if, if it's anybody else besides Irving uh, joining Durant, it probably works out. But but it was just so much upheaval there. And obviously, Kyrie, you cannot rely or depend on him. Let's see what happens in Dallas or wherever he plays next year. But obviously, he he seems to have had a a lot of issues with how they handle things in Brooklyn, and and he's talking about it. Um, and he's bad mouth. Yeah, I don't say bad mouthing, but criticizing the organization, sort of like he did in Boston. But we'll we'll see how how this goes uh, long term with this. But I I do think that you know, and remember, guys, the, the collective bargaining agreement is coming up. Okay, so the owners are going to try to take some stuff back. The player, you know, the player empowerment's one of them. Load management. Some of this, these guys just taking games off and chilling and. And on the sideline eating popcorn, like those days are going to come to an end. They're, they're going to have some. They're kind of something in, in the in the collective bargaining agreement with, with games played and conditions because I think the owners are a little tired of these guys kind of taking you know every third game off. Uh, Gary, last thing we swear. What's your <laughs> vibe on Danilo Gallinari? I think he'll try to push uh, to make it back for the playoffs. We'll see. I mean, obviously. ACL injuries are severe. It all depends on how much he can. I mean, he looks in great shape. He's working to get back. I don't think he wants to rush back. Uh, but could he come back in, let's say, May 
which is obviously three, three, three and a half months from now for a second round series. I think because I don't know if they need him in the first round. I think that could be potentially happen. But I know he's doing everything to get back. It could be a situation where he does uh, come back for the postseason. Um, and remember, he's got a player option for next year, so he could be back next year. Good stuff. Hey, Gary, thanks for the time and the breakdown. We appreciate it. Catch you soon. Thanks, Thank Gary. You. Thanks a lot, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.